From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action on a Thursday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us. Uh, if you're new to the show, we're not just watching sports. We're betting sports. Uh, we don't make any bets, or we don't say we're making any bets and don't actually make them. We make them, and we'll tell you what we're betting on a night-by-night basis, on a hour-by-hour basis. And sometimes we bet them in-game. A lot of baseball tonight. And, of course, Thursday night football between the Jaguars and the Bengals right now after one quarter. Jaguars up on the Bengals, 7 to nothing. Kelly? Update some baseball for us, if you would, before we look at these circle lines. Yeah, let's do that. We'll start over in Major League Baseball. Cubs up on the Pirates, 9 to nothing. bottom of the eighth. I know everybody's tracking that game uh, all night long. Orioles all over the Red Sox. So this game is 6-1 to one now in the top of the seventh inning. Orioles minus 950. Red Sox plus 550. If you wanted to try to hop, jump in now. 10.5 is the live total. Red Sox do have runners at first and second. Nobody out in the seventh, though. So that oh. plus 550 might be a nice number. Okay. Okay. There you go. Blue Jays up on the Yankees 2-1. to one. Uh, That game is in the top of the sixth inning, heading to the top of the six. Blue Jays minus 330 live. Yankees plus 240. 6.5 your live total. The Astros leading the Rays 3-2, to two, top of the six. Live numbers currently off the board for that game. The Mets have taken the lead over the Marlins 6-3. to three. That game in the top of the fifth inning. The Marlins are 10-1 to one live. If you want to hop in on that side, 12.5 the live total. Braves up on the Phillies 5 to nothing. If you want to get in on the Phillies, 16-1 to one you can get. 8.5 is the live total. Tigers and Twins all tied up at five. That game in the top of the fifth. Indians lead the Royals two to one in the bottom of the third. And over in college football, Miami has uh, uh, 
bitten into that Virginia lead a bit. That is nine to seven now. Virginia one fifteen left to go in the first half. Virginia one and a half point live favorite. Forty seven and a half live total. Bengals defense shows up in a big way to start the second quarter, though. Second and three, uh, they stuff a run, and then on uh, third and two, well, third and two, I guess it was, second and uh, second and two and third and two, third and two, a tipped pass. Trevor Lawrence looking for uh, Tavon Austin over the middle, knocked down. Very nice. And so uh, it's a punt for the Jaguars, fourth and two in their own territory. That uh, second quarter sequence to start the second quarter, I should say, starts out very well for the Bengals. But now oh, the Bengals my. jump off sides and gift the Jaguars a first down. Do you see what I'm talking about when I say wow. the block is never worth It's just never worth it. It's it's now. Here's the thing: they're having a discussion. Were the Bengals drawn off sides? It doesn't appear that they were, and that should be a no. It is. They were drawn. Ooh. Wow, we catch a break there. I wonder if we got one of those head bobs. Maybe from so the, from the center or whatever. I'll, t- I'll take that. I will definitely take. Let's see if there's any. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah center yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Center move. Yeah, You're not allowed yeah. to do that. That's yeah. right. Can't do that, buddy. All right. Thank goodness. It is like the dramatic, like, let me look up. The thing, about it, the thing about it is that the, some of the Bengals didn't get that that was illegal. Mm. They're like all, yeah, they're all like, upset. Bang it, we got it. They got us. All right. Jaguars do punt away now. And the Bengals, will ca- what, a, what, a, what kind of fair catch was oh. that? Wow. It's the one within 15 yards. He is, he is regretting the decision at this point. Dude. Who oh, was that? my goodness. You were making a good point off air, Bat, which is thus far, we have not seen Joe Burrow air it out at all. Which against this Jaguars team seems like a suboptimal it, strategy. It is, it, you know, this we don't think this coaching staff is long for life. And if you are, if you are Joe Brady's agent, you're just loving every bit of this because he is going to make so many millions of dollars. <laughs> you know, it, it, like reuniting him. I mean, could you imagine like, the storyline writes itself, right? Reuniting him with Joe Burrow sure. and Jamar Chase. Of course. Like just bring him in, bam, head coach. There you have it. I just did it for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, they haven't, they haven't even tried a downfield shot yet. And that's just, you know, again, we talk about this a lot. I I think there should be more downfield shots just in general because of the pass interference aspect, just induce the flag. Like you don't even, the pass doesn't even have to be on target to draw a flag a lot of times. And so I don't know why we don't get more of that from everyone. The bad news coming through, as we said, I mean, it looked horrible when we saw it and sure enough, fractured ankle for DJ Chark. Of course, that's going to put him out for for the rest of the season, uh, just a very, very, very oh, unfortunate tough. Uh, injury for a team that is that is winless and with a young quarterback getting a you know having a guy as talented as Chark out there certainly is. Oh boy, Robbie Ray has given up three hits in this baseball game. The problem is all of them three <laughs> solo homers. Oh, Aaron Judge in the first, and now back to back jacks from Rizzo and Judge again. And the Yankees have turned a two-to-one deficit into a three-to-two lead in the top of the sixth in Toronto. In the T dot, I was, I was looking at that live uh, last inning. Maybe get on the Yankees side again, and, and you didn't do but it. But I was like, Robbie Ray's dealing. He's on the mound. He's dealing. I'm not doing. I'm not touching that. Robbie Ray just went from Cy Young to uh, maybe not Cy Young. This is this is one of those where if you are <laughs> oh, again, if you are holding, if you're holding that Garrett Cole ticket, you have now gotten a little bit of a little bit of life. Breathed into that thing. Wow. That's the thing with Robbie Ray career, though, right? Like, he, <clears throat> his big bugaboo was always he, he issued a lot of walks. But the other thing was he, he missed bats, either strikeout or, or walks. But when they did make contact, mm-hmm. they would go a very long way. 
And that's what we're seeing tonight with those three hits. Three solo homers. Three to two Yankees in that one. So, yeah, that's that's horrible news about, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, for the Jaguars about Shark. See what we can get going here on this, uh, on the third drive of the game. Two and a half point, three now ticked up to three point live favorite. So we're back to where we were the last time they got the ball down seven, nothing. 41 now, so the total has shrunk by. Oh, we here's, finally get our deep the shot. play action. Well, there's the shot. Not deep, but, not but deep, semi but that's deep. Put Tyler, over Boyd. That's Boom. Deep. That's deep. He's like, I, I know T's not playing. Let me go to Tyler Boyd here. You want the video now or no? Come on, man. Give the man his winter <laughs> video. Come on. We hardly ever, you know, let's do this. Winter video for Mateo, Tyler Boyd, over yardage. He usually doesn't want it. This early. Hey, that crazy. didn't take long. Hey, hey, you know, listen, we're, you know, I'm hoping to get, an, get another one before we get out of here with, the, with James Robinson. So let's, you know. First and 10 for the Bengals at their own 48. Burrow's going to air it out again, oh, unless boy. he gets crunched. Hey. And he does get crunched. Boy, that line collapsed. That That was a... That was what has not happened very much this year so far. And that was what looked like a lot last year. That was what happened to him a ton last year. Was there just no option to even escape, right? He, he like, turns and nowhere has to even no go. chance. Yeah. 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 No chance for Burrow. It's a six-yard loss on the sack. So second and 16 for the Bengals, who uh, have moved the ball pretty well but have been torpedoed by a missed field goal so far. And now we'll see what happens on this drive after that sack, those second and long, second and 16, just under 13 minutes left at their own 42 in the second quarter, down seven to nothing. Uh, you got to love the old second and 16 running play. Mixon makes the most out of it, which is one yard. And it's going to be third and 50. I mean, this, this coaching staff, I mean, I mean, seriously. Yeah. What is best case scenario That's right just there? So it's just you way get six too yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's best case scenario right there? You get six yards. You get seven yards. He has, if he, as long as he's had time, he has dissected the secondary yeah. so far. Yeah. Probably. The only incompletions has been when he's when he hadn't had time, when he hadn't had protection. Six rushing yards for the Bengals thus far in this game. Third and fourteen for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Empty backfield. Burrow shotgun to his right. Throws it up. Oh, oh, no. What are you doing? That was ugly. Ends up being, would have been a punt, basically, if it had been picked in bounds. But instead, it's out of bounds. And so the Bengals will have to punt again. They'll punt it away. Jamar Chase, I guess, the intended receiver. Ooh. I guess. No calls? No flags? Ooh. Nothing. No, I guess it was Tyler Boyd, ultimately, was the intended receiver. That had no chance. I feel like working. we should have gotten some illegal contact right there. What's uh what's Bryce Harper? Let's do a little uh, MVP watch. What is Bryce Harper today? Do 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 do. Shabba, I'm gonna say Ofer. That's your hold music, by the way. <laughs> In the meantime, I did just see a picture of Eminem, and you are absolutely right, Gil. I couldn't recognize. Uh, him. Yeah, I would. I, I guess it's been quite a while since I've seen him, but yeah, he is. I was like, I know the other four people. Who's that for? <laughs> they, yeah, I said to Meltzer, my buddy, I was like, I, I recognize four people. Who's that dude second to the right? He goes, That's Eminem. Gil. Yeah, this like, guy's got a, a full brown beard, like going on. <laughs> Uh, I believe Bryce Harper is 0 for 3 tonight. 0 for 3 for Bryce Harper. No, nobody, nobody wants these awards here down the stretch. We've, no, we've, we've gotten oh, oh my oh. goodness, another like I just jack. Said, so nobody wants these. Robbie awards. Ray doesn't. Robbie Ray doesn't want a Cy Young. Glaber Torres with a uh, with a home run. I guess that was a two run shot, unless I had my head turned, because it's Ooh. five to two now. Someone hit a homer before him. No, that was a two-run shot for Glaber Torres. 
So five to two Yankees, and all of a sudden, the Blue Jays are on the brink. Because keep in mind, if the Blue Jays lose this, well, no, if the Blue Jays lose, they're still a game out. But they'll be a game behind if Boston does lose to Baltimore. They're losing six to two. If the Blue Jays lose and Boston loses, Blue Jays will still remain a game behind, but they'll be a game behind both the Red Sox and the Mariners for oh, that man. final wild card. This is the night where we could finally get the Mariners to move into the spot? Yeah, man. They're being idle. If the Red Sox lose, they're into the spot, at least in a tie. That is you know, fantastic. You, you used to hear it all the time, and Gil, it's, it's just funny, the, the timing on this, whenever you, whenever you just say that, it is... You know, it's not always the home run. It's the walk before the home run. Yes. And so, right, he he walks Stanton and then gives up the home run, you know. Three homers given up in that frame. Four for the game for Robbie Ray. Ouch. And as you said, the Garrett Cole Cy Young ticket holders are just going nuts. Rejoice. I know. They're like, oh, we were buried last <laughs> night. And they're like, never mind. They were buried before this inning. <laughs> he was pitching a one-hitter. <laughs> That's, it was a one-hitter. That's what yeah. kept me from jumping in live on the Yankees. I'm like, ah, oh, he's dealing. No way. Not anymore. Now it's a lot hitter with lots of homers. Oh, man. And what a win it would be for the Yankees, who would then have two games of cushion over everybody with just a weekend of baseball, three days of baseball left. So the Yankees would be really in the driver's seat for the playoffs at that point with three games against Tampa Bay this weekend. Uh, we'll come back. Jaguars and Cincinnati. Uh, Jaguars will take over after a punt. Yet another punt from the Bengals. Up 7-0 with the football. It's VEASAN's primetime action. We'll look at those circa-million lines next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. They're in a break with the Jaguars and the Bengals. Let's take a look at these uh, Circa lines. Circa Millions 3, big handicapping contest. We have a primetime action entry. Went 3-2. and two. Got off the schneid last week is what we did. Off the schneid with the 3-2. and two. Five picks against the spread each and every week. Uh, and we're always curious when the lines come out on a Thursday, how they'll be shaded. Which way, if any, will they be shaded? I'm happy to see right here on the first board, Bears 3 against the Lions. So the Lions are catching the full three. I was wondering about that, mm-hmm. if that would be two and a half. So that one ends up being three. Anything else of note right there that we're looking at? Let's mm-hmm. see. Well, the, seven. the yeah. Titans at the at the seven instead of the seven and a half. Yeah. We got, it doesn't look like they think that, as we said, it doesn't look like they think that that Browns number is going to go to three because, I mean, it, it is it's two and a half in a couple of places, but they don't think it's going to get there. They kept the Dolphins off of the the three. Saints seven and a half, and it's seven pretty much everywhere right now. Let's see the other. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Saints were seven and a half. That's true. Giants getting the hook on that. Let's see the uh, second page on these. Again, these are the circa million three lines that they released today, each and every Thursday. Chiefs are at seven against the Eagles. Bills are shy of the 17 against the Texans, in case you're interested in that one. Rams are four and a half. Do, 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 do. Oh, Patriots, Buccaneers. That's the other one I was waiting yeah. for. Six and a half. How about that? Oh, that's fun. Third and two, Trevor Lawrence first down as he slides yeah. in at his own 45-yard line. 
That's an interesting call by Circa on that one. The Bucks Six and a half. When, when you know they've taken 98% of the money and tickets already on the Bucks, and you still shade it that way. Yeah. Chargers only three against the Raiders Monday night. We haven't talked about that. That's the Monday night game. We haven't uh, talked much about that game yeah. this week. I got close to pulling the trigger on that on the when they opened uh, opened up the numbers this week on Chargers minus three. It's kind of back to that number now. Might be looking that way still. Jaguars having too easy of a time of it right now, crossing midfield. They left the Ravens as a point dog in that one. Yeah. So not thinking that that's going to get to pick or to or even flip. That Buccaneers thing is is interesting, Kelly. You're right. Like. I would I would have been I mean I still would have played it still going to be one of my personal picks right me too but six like, and a half it's like auto play it's definitely yeah well we're you know we're the kings of chalk here oh, here's James a good run Robinson for you oh, big I think that run just got up us the home. gut I think that might that's have like been. twenty or eighteen yeah. yards I think that got us home right there Bengals are a sieve right now so if we're gonna find if we're gonna find uh, silver linings and all this we can win bets along the way yep we could also lose a ton of bets along the way. <laughs> But at least we'll get a little back. Yeah, James Robinson. That was a too easy up the gut. Yes, that is sixty four for him. So yep. So there's the rushing one hitting. Need him to uh, make a couple catches for some yards. But uh, on the ground, he's already exceeded his prop. One hundred two rushing yards for the Jags against six for the Bengals thus far. And the Bengals, or excuse me, the Jaguars already in field goal range. First and ten at the twenty five of the Bengals with Lawrence. Going to hand it off this time again. This time, the Bengals are true to the task. Only one yard. Make a stop, Bengals. Holding to a field goal attempt. The, you know, again, this coaching staff, not that we're just going to murder them for the rest of the show, but, you know, you've you got Mixon averaging two yards a carry. you got Burrow, who's doing whatever you want, 8.6 yards an attempt. It's that second and 16 call is just, it's just insanity to me. Well, like, the defense it, has got to make a play, right? I mean, well, but the second the, they they the second and sixteen after the sack, and then they do try to do the draw with Burrow. It's like if your if your goal is to pick up six or seven yards, the more efficient way ha- has been proven so far for you is to is to do is to throw the ball. And so I don't know, man. Just bad decisions all around so far. Well, the good side, you guys are definitely over on James Robinson. So fire it up, Isaiah. Fire it up, Winter fire it up. Or not. Or not. Jeez. <laughs> couldn't even get a Here it bump, comes. Bump, couldn't bump, even bump. get a lame winner video. There you go. Nice job. Nice job, Wrinkle. Third and two for the Jaguars here. Again, already well into field goal range. Obviously, uh I like that they're in shotgun. Let me just say that right off the bat. If we're bet if, if you're back in the Bengals, I always, I always like that. I always want to see that. Lawrence hands it off. No, keeper. And just gets there. Just gets the uh, line to gain. That'll move the chains. First and ten once again for the Jaguars. They should have been doing tons more of this already this, yeah, this year anyway. Lots more RPO mm-hmm. with him. Just having him. Like, Lawrence, what works really well when you were at Clemson? Yeah. They should <laughs> Yeah, they should have been doing tons more of that already. Urban year. Meyer just discovered James Robinson last week. Hey, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. This guy's bringing hey, a running uh, back. Urban, that, that guy was awesome. <laughs> Maybe he was like one wore. of the few good offensive players you had. Maybe you should have been aware of him before the draft. <laughs> Six twenty now left in the uh, second quarter. Bengals just getting uh, getting the worst of it each way here. Seven and nothing Jaguars. All right, let's go. Let's make a play on D. Lawrence, plenty of time. 
gets hit when he throws. That's going to be a little behind the receiver, but Arnold catches it. Yes. Arnold makes the catch. Was that Arnold? No. No. Some other fella. Farrell. Some some other fella. That's why they pay us for the (laughs) play-by-play. Some other fella catches that. (laughs) Let's call him Luke Farrell. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. They just say 13 first downs already tonight. Is that what they just said for the Jaguars? That might be more than they've had all season. Man. Clock just bleeding, 13 too. 13 first downs, yep. Yeah, second and three at the eight now for the uh, for the Jags. Bengals providing very little resistance. Uh, they do stuff their back right there. I think that was Robinson. So it's going to be third and three. Call it, uh, yeah, no gain there. Third and three. Uh, we need to stop, boys. We need to stop. Can I ask for a stop here? 10 to nothing would be a victory. As Matthew Wright would be the kicker once again for the Jaguars tonight. Josh Lambeau out. Yes, a field goal would be yeah. very beneficial. Yeah, here. a touchdown would uh, would make me ornery at this point, yes, given would, our Bengals teaser legs. I would be, I would be angry with a... There's a time of possession. It's like doubling up almost the Bengals at this point are the Jaguars in time of possession. All right, third and a long... No, that's three. That's a total three yards. Again, shotgun for Lawrence. This time he does hand off. No, he keeps it again, and he gets oh, a first I down, mean, and he the, almost is in the end zone. They give it to him? Yes. Another one of those Clemson plays. They were just playing Clemson football. Well. Trevor Lawrence, who I had as the first touchdown, ends up being the second touchdown. Oh, no, I had, the, I had Joe Burrow doing that. Pardon me. I wouldn't even have that. So ten, He's 10 to 1 right now. Yeah. Go bet it. 13. It's still up. It's your book. Rookie of the year. <laughs> 10 to 1. 13 to nothing for, for uh, the Jaguars. Extra point pending. And this has not started well for the Cincinnati Bengals no. and all of our bets and my survivor play. I mean, what a, a utilize who'd have thought utilizing his athleticism would be the best way to go about go about this. Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? Man, this is too easy for the Jaguars. Yeah. And by the way, I feel like the Bengals can do what they want on offense too. They just don't seem to really sustain their drives with uh, pretty heady play calls. That's an extra point that goes through too, right down the pipe. Fourteen to nothing. What's the end game right now on this? With a line, the Jaguars got to be favored now, right? Did, did anybody see the end they guy? They are four point favorites. End guy almost like overran the kick. It looked like looks like he had a chance to block that and ran past it. Jaguars four point favorites already. I need a replay. Up fourteen to nothing. What could go wrong, Jaguars fans? <laughs> what could if they go keep wrong? running these R, they keep running these read options and stuff like that, and these RPOs and read options and things like that is. That is working like a charm so far. And I don't blame Cincinnati for not being prepared for it because they haven't done it so far this year. They've, they're they like trying to make Trevor Lawrence a pocket passer. It is one of those things, though. Like, I mean, when you're losing, like, how have we not seen that earlier? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that's something that Trevor Lawrence did incredibly well at, at Clemson. We've seen that with Deshaun Watson when he, when he came into the league. That was such a heavy part of the offense when he first came in. Like, Make the, the one of the best ways to make these guys comfortable is let them do what works yeah. really well in college. And, and the other thing is, I think a lot of these guys like look at this stuff and go, "Oh, well, we don't want to get him injured. We don't." Well, well, the reason you drafted an athletic quarterback in the first place right. is because he's athletic. Like the whole reason that you drafted, the reason Trevor Lawrence was the unquestioned number one pick for so long was the fact that he was a kind of a dual threat dude. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, know, good on them for recognizing it. Bad on us, bad, bad on us for, for the best currently, but, we, you know, look, long long way to go. Long way to go. I mean, like, Lamar Jackson's a perfect example. How many people were like, Lamar Jackson can be injured in his entire NFL career? He hasn't missed a single game yeah. yet. 
I mean, he might this week, but he hasn't, been, he hasn't missed a single game yet still. And he, I mean, they're running him this year. He's the only decent running option they have in the entire backfield. So he's carrying the ball all the time. Tested positive for COVID twice. That can't break him down. If it happens yeah. in season, we'll see. Not vaccinated, though. That'd be a, that, that's, the, that's the rub with the rules. But, yeah, nothing seems to bring him down. So on, on these circle lines to kind of close this out, Ravens are still sitting plus one. At DraftKings, at FanDuel, at Rivers, at FoxBet, it is it is flipped. So they are one point favorites now in one, that game. One more baseball thing that is that is pending tonight that we have not mentioned, and this involves a bet of yours, Matt. Mm-hmm. You know the Astros have not clinched the AL West. That the Mariners have have kept in contact with them just enough so that the Astros win tonight and they do finally clinch that division. The Mariners just kind of knocking at the door still. Astros up on the Rays 3-2 to two in the top of the seventh. If the Astros do win, they will, in fact, clinch the AL West. Mariners, though, they're not thinking about that. They're like, hey, Red Sox, you lose tonight. We're in a tie for the second wild card. We'll monitor that. How about a, how about a score, Bengals? Let's do something. It's v Primetime Action. We're coming back. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Back on VEASAN's primetime action. Do not forget, of course, that uh, VEASAN is the spot for all your sports betting needs. Specifically, uh, you can go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe and make this football season your best sports betting season ever to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. All of that for only $22 per month. Sign up now once again at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. It's gone from bad to worse for the Bengals. Uh, long pass there from Trevor Lawrence to LaVisca Chanel Jr. And it is uh, not only 14 to nothing, but it's 14 to nothing with the Bengals inside the red zone. Knock it at the door once again. The bigger question would be the previous drive, and I will, I'll use the term drive loosely, but the previous sequence from the Bengals, they're deep in their own territory. They run out of kickoff. They don't get it back to, yeah. the, to even the 20-yard line. Run on first down, run on second down, forcing a third and uh, and short, and they still can't get that on the pass either. It's but the old, first and second down runs. The old run, run, pass that we joke about back in the day. It was like, oh, this is these coaches that don't understand how to play football. Run, run, pass, run, run, pass. And then here we are, run, run, pass again. And, I mean, it's just, yeah, I understand the offensive line has not been stellar at all. And, by the way, that only got out to the 14-yard line. Yeah. He ran it out to the 14 and so they had to start from the 14. Little so things like that, yeah, though. It is. You know? It is. And 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 then and then you put yourself in a situation where your your coach now feels scared to throw the ball. So it goes run, run, pass. It's just this, this has been this has been unbelievable how bad that this game has been managed by Zach Taylor and company so far. I mean, just absolutely atrocious. That being said, tip of the cap to whatever that they decided, like, oh, Let's use Trevor Lawrence for what we drafted him for. Like we're seeing RPOs, we're yep. seeing we're we're seeing uh, these uh, read read options. We're seeing him rolling out and throwing the ball down the field. Like we didn't see any of this stuff in the first three weeks. And this it, is where this is where we talk. We've brought this up a few times. We haven't focused on it a lot lately. But these live props that we do not have access to at all, but are on DraftKings, like Trevor Lawrence, thirty-four and a half yards rushing yards is what his live prop is. He's already at. Uh, 
He's already at 26. You're talking about nine more rushing yards to go over that when we've seen him, seen them feeding him the ball now in this read option, like you said, Matt. And then the other one I guess I'd look at at this point is Burrow over, and actually that's kind of comical because the number just jumped 10 yards. It was 292 and a half. It's now 302 and a half. Yeah. And, you know, he's approaching 100 yards, but you got to think, okay, they're going to score somewhere here into well, this half. Bengals are going to get the ball back with limited time, have to toss it all over the place. And then th- second half, they're going to have to run. So, so they call, yeah. they call it earlier. The referee running right with the guy right there. Don't call it. Th- I mean, listen, I understand it wasn't as egregious as Chase, but like it created enough separation for that ball to be caught. That was Trey Waynes though, with with poor yeah. technique too. He's not looking back at yeah. all for that football. Uh, Jaguars first to goal inside the red zone, a couple, of, a few yards off right tackle. Second and seven. Now they can get a first down without a touchdown. Nine I'm, and a half. Bengals just used their uh, first time out there. Is that what just happened? Or did the, uh, yeah, I think the Bengals just used, must have used their first time out, even though it doesn't say that on the screen because the clock has stopped. Yeah, there, there we go. go. <laughs> 154 left in the first half of this one. All Jaguars. Can we say that? All Jaguars. 14 to nothing. And again, uh, trying to add on here. Zach Taylor's like, I'm using all my timeouts so I can run on first and second down again. Next time we get the ball. Me paraphrasing. Might not be true. <laughs> Some bitterness on the bed. Philly's got two runs back, five to two Braves, top of the seven. So the Phillies show some life, at least a little life, as they try to remain alive. A loss to the Braves, and it is over for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Jaguars now, second and goal, 154 left. Second and, oh, it is second and goal. Pardon me. Didn't realize it was inside the 10. Uh, second and goal at the eight. I guess it was first and goal at the 10. Lawrence, shotgun, empty, looking. Plenty of time, by the way. Flushed out to the right now. Throws it away. It's going to be third and goal. The uh, apparently, apparently the Boo Birds are already out in the first half. I, I don't blame them. They're in Cincinnati, and then uh, I guess because we didn't really notice it again. We're you know one eye on, one eye off. But I guess that that ball traveled nearly fifty yards in the air, and that was just casually rolling to his yeah. right all arm like the 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 monster arm that everyone talked about with with uh Trevor Lawrence was certainly on display right there. Well Trey Wayne's had no idea that mm-hmm. you know, he's just chasing chasing Chanel. Third and goal here. Make a stop. Do something. Talking through our bets now at this point. Jags. Jaguars use timeout. So that incomplete uh saves a timeout for the Bengals and now the Jaguars expend their second timeout. 14 to nothing. Jaguars favored by how many now? Now that they're deep in territory by nine and a half in game. Man. And I have no interest on the Bengals side. Oh, no. No, They haven't shown anything. They haven't shown anything. Well, let's put it this way. They did show on those first couple drives they could move the football, but have now decided to abandon what they were doing. I mean, nothing they're doing now remotely relates to that. Man, it's kind of wild now. So, you know, we, we sit here on Thursday nights. So there are some bets that come in on the weekend. I'm just watching some of these lines move. Ravens up to a one-point favorite now over at DraftKings in that game. Uh, and a lot of pick-ems elsewhere. That one, we've got, I've got, I'm seeing Cardinals. Card, Rams are down to three and a half at DraftKings against the Cardinals. And that's basically four everywhere else. Not many four and a halves out there anymore. That's coming in for the weekend already. Well, people are paying attention, right? This is when they've they've started to right. yeah, like it's it was the, the as the week progressed, they're like, oh, okay, I'm they're gonna, watching uh, the game at yeah. home and but yeah, looking at the other games. Oh my goodness, make a tackle! Oh, now how's that going to be ruled? So Trevor Lawrence hits Chano down at the uh, 
one yard line. He lunges forward. They're going to mark him short of the goal line. So it's going to be a fourth and goal at around the one yard line. Let's see the replay here. So he's trying. He's trying to get into the end zone. Actually, caught it about the four. He's down. Uh, yeah, he's down oh, that's short. A full, that should be a full yard too, because yeah, his, his butt, butt hits down. like at the one. So if you're the Bengals here, excuse me, if you're the Jaguars and you're Urban Meyer, what do you do here? You kick he the field go goal. Go for it. Go for it. Or go for it. Try to go up three touchdowns. He better go for it. Truth serum on the Bengals side makes him makes us say we want him to kick a field goal. Yes, he's not doing that. He's going to use their last timeout though. Is Urban Meyer? So 59 seconds left in the half. Fourth and goal at the one for the Jaguars, up 14 nothing. And Urban Meyer pumping his right fist this? for the how second about, time. First half has won the Super Bowl. How about Zach Taylor not <laughs> taking a timeout? Right no, there. I know that's. A, I but mean, Urban calling a timeout. He called the first yeah. timeout because mm-hmm. he was trying to save time. Well, yeah. The whole goal was to get the ball back. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. You're no, still no, trying no, to get totally, the ball yeah. back so that you can. And he doesn't. He lets it run down the whole way. Yep. I'm wondering if he was looking. He was probably looking too hard on whether he whether there was a chance of that being a fumble or not. I don't know, but he just let 40 seconds run off the clock. Yep. Right yeah, there. You can't you're, have you're, that. Not, you're not kidding. It was 40 seconds. Yeah. Which is just malpractice. Yeah. He just let 40 seconds run off the clock right there after calling the timeout the first time because with the idea that it was already to go, goal to go. So his idea was, well, I want to get the ball back. You have to call timeout there. There's no excuse for that. That's crazy. Trevor Lawrence could take it himself. And, oh, he got stopped. Wow. Huge play by the Bengals. Huge play. If they were going to have any chance to win this football game, that had to happen. And you could have 40 more seconds on the clock right now. And you could have had 40 seconds more. And that would and that 40 seconds, I mean, that it's just massive how he did don't stop the clock there. Trevor Lawrence definitely yeah, did not get close. there. He was not I, well, I don't know. No, he didn't get there. Not even close. Yeah, now, now you get the feeling they're just gonna try to they're gonna run try to run the ball and get out of the half. Yeah. That is, but that's that's the thing, right? Running the ball out of the end zone, not getting to even the fifteen. Not calling a timeout there. Like after I mean, you do five of those things a game, right? Stupid decisions. Yeah or lack of decision-making, and you will lose football games in the NFL no matter who you play. And Urban Meyer goes from pumping his fist to utter <laughs> despair and perhaps retirement. We'll, we'll keep you updated on it that. It really is a producer's dream. Just keep the camera on this guy. Man, he is so overly emotional. <laughs> it's not college, Urban. Got to try to be more even-keeled. The Also, I mean, they've, they've called a good game so far. I'm not, I'm not going to beat him up for that but like just get under center he's six foot five yes 200 foot just get under center See, and fall forward like like what are you doing now dude? is that like, a problem though of like what just what college football is these days you know like how many how many snaps did he take under center is is urban not confident in that even the center quarterback exchange in that situation i don't know yeah but i'm with you you, 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 you would think they got to learn that at some point yeah i mean six five 245 pounds just Hike the ball and fall forward. <laughs> it's the, uh, it was the way we said all Philip Rivers refused. I feel to like sneak. I could do that. Philip Rivers refused to sneak for an entire career. It's like the Zapruder film fa- fa- uh, finding Philip Rivers sneak footage. And Big Ben now late in his career won't sneak. Didn't anyway last year. A couple of Major League Baseball games of consequence about to start a little, uh, little later on this evening, including the Giants and the Dodgers. Giants hosting the Diamondbacks. And the Dodgers hosting the Padres. Uh, Lines on those games. 
Well, right about now, with Scott Casimir on the hill, the Giants remain about a 220 favorite, minus 220. Dodgers about the same in Chavez Ravine. What you laughing about? It's just funny. Scott Casimir. 14 to nothing, 53 seconds left. Let's find out what the Bengals do. Big stop, though, coming back on primetime action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime action here on MSG Plus, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. I've watched a lot of football in my day, gentlemen. I'm not sure I remember an NFL half quite ending that way with the uh, the big stop by the Bengals at the goal line and then taking a couple false starts because, you know, you can't get backed up much and just really deliberately trying to make sure that they didn't. Uh, have any extra shenanigans happen and not take a safety. So a couple burrow plunges, if you will, and a couple false starts taken trying to induce an offsides. Either way, we go to the half 14 to nothing Jags. And, and no matter how this turns out, do, I do not want to hear people saying that they should have kicked the field goal right there. They've lost 18 straight games. You have the ball in the one yard line with a six foot five, 240 pound quarterback. You should be able to get a ah, yard. <laughs> <laughs> to go up 21 to nothing. It's I mean, German, like it's way. just, it's, that was the right call and it didn't, and it didn't work out. It was a whole, I, again, I, I line up under center and just fall forward because you're six, five and you mm-hmm. fall forward. Thank That's you what the, I would Thank do. you for the visual. There. Yeah. Just yeah. get it. The ball. Then, <laughs> <laughs> he goes right side do. first. Like he's going to sleep 14 to nothing. By the way, Bengals do get the ball first to start the second half, which is, as big of a silver lining as I can come up with right now. But it could be worse. Could be worse. 14 to nothing. You almost feel okay about it. Uh, real quick, highest scoring team on Sunday. Let's take a look uh, Take a look at this. Again, this is not the Thursday night game, not the Monday night game, but just all Sunday games of the NFL. Highest scoring team on Sunday, pardon me, to be more accurate. Uh, and this should correspond loosely, if not completely, with team totals. No surprise that it is the Bills. At plus 450, the short shot, they're taking on the Texans. Huge favorites in that game, but this is for highest-scoring team. So the Bills are the short shot at plus 450. Chiefs 6-1 to at the Eagles. Rams 7-1 to is the highest-scoring team versus the Cardinals. Everybody else in double digits, starting with your Brownies at 10-1 to at the Vikings. Anything on there that you would bet? Implied team totals, Bills 31.75, Chiefs 30.75, Rams 29.75, so here's the big difference. Implied team totals, Cowboys 28.25, but they are way down. So there's your bet. We we look at this market every week on Thursday, and every week I think the correct answer to this question is the Cowboys. So Just bet the Cowboys. So they are the fourth highest implied total of the week, and yet they're 12 to 1. They are... It, that's that's yeah that's crazy. So too. even by the numbers, they're the bet. But I'm saying from a, on a week to week basis, mm-hmm. you just think about that offense in terms of having the widest variance of outcomes. And if that's the case, and you're getting double digits then on them every week, they'll pop two or three weeks a season, if not more, as the team that wins this. I mean, like I think when I when I'm looking at something like this, I like a I would to look at least like five down the board 
Like, I, like if you're gonna yeah. bet something like this, I think you want a longer number because the NFL is so wacky. Who knows what you know what's gonna happen in a single week? The second thing I would do is exactly what Matt just did and just compare what the team totals are. And, and then I went. That was the one that jumped out to me. Was, was Cowboys at Panthers? I mean, I know this Panthers defense has been playing incredibly well, but this Cowboys offense has been playing. Magnificent, uh, I mean, just magnificently here early on. I mean, you get 12 to 1 on that. Like Matt just said, they have the fourth highest team total of the week. That's, I mean, that's the first thing you should do with all these, right? They, they should correspond loosely with team totals. If they do not, if there is a discrepancy mm-hmm. among them, and Matt just said Cowboys are that, that's the play. Packers 18 to 1 at first Steelers. That might be worth a stab, too. Baltimore beats the Red Sox 6 to 2. So the Seattle Mariners, ladies and gentlemen, with a negative run differential. Of what, 50 runs? Let me be accurate about that. I'll tell you exactly what it is. But the Seattle Mariners are currently at a tie for the number two wild card position. That is out of control. And what you've told it's me awesome. is they need to slow their roll because I need to get this uh, I need to get this Astros ticket. So they got to they gotta chill on <laughs> By it. By the way, minus 48. I thought I was rooting for you. I'm not. Minus 48 on the Mariners. I'm not rooting for you after all. Their run differential. <laughs> what is the Astros? I I was. Now he's yeah, sweating his ass. It was a feel-good story quick. until I found out that, it, that my bet wasn't home. So <laughs> never mind. Lose. You're like, be really good, Mariners, except not that good. Yeah. Oh, man. Rays, uh, no, Astros up 3-2 to two on the Rays, top of the eighth. Clinging. The other thing that you could just kind of look at here is if any of these games have any sort of sneaky shootout potential, like – the Saints at 20 to 1 is the worst bet on that board. Like the Saints offense has been right. atrocious and the Giants offense has not been good either. So you don't have you don't really have cuz like typically when these teams score a ton of points it's because they have to, right? Mm-hmm. Like they get in these shootouts where there's quick scores and they're like Saints run heavy team, play deliberate, like defense is how they have scored the majority of their points and stuff so far. So like that's not the play, but you know, you can look at some of these other ones and you know, the one that really jumped off the board there to me, if it hadn't have been for this news that we got today, was was Seattle, right? And, like, see, I think they were 25 or 25 to 1 or something like that on the board because that game has a fairly high total and has a chance where it possibly could kind of go back and forth considering Seattle's defense is so bad. Yeah, I, 25 I, th- to 1. I think the team we're dancing around is the Buccaneers based on everything I, I think mm-hmm. about this game. I think Tom Brady, he's playing Mr. Nice all week. Oh, you know, it's wonderful. Oh, I love everybody me paraphrasing mm-hmm. but I think when he gets there and it's Gronk and him they're like we are going to score 75 touchdowns we are going to rub this in as much as we can so 12 to 1 on the Buccaneers of the Patriots I might just play that and then the other game just because it's a fairly close well we think it'll be at least fairly con- contested a correlated play would be the Cardinals at 22 to 1 right so if the Rams are only 7 to 1 that's only a four-point spread in that game and so, in order for the Rams to be the highest scoring team on the week, they're going to have to get into a game that has a bunch of points scored. Because if not, if you get up 28 points, these coaches just shut it yeah. down. And they, you know, and so you're going to need the Cardinals to be scoring with, with you there. So, in a game that's only spread, a four point spread, could the Cardinals not edge out the Rams last second on something like in a shootout type game? So you kind of got to just look at it from a correlated standpoint as well. So if the Rams are super short, they're going to need the Cardinals to at least play a role in that. You know, like the Cardinals can't just completely lay an egg because then yeah. the, then the Rams call off the dogs and, and just, just run the clock out. So, you know, maybe something like that in a closely spread game, you could get a Cardinals at a 22 to one and maybe they squeak out something against the Rams late. Let's look at the lowest scoring team on Sunday. This should there's a lot of good ones here. Yeah, I mean, you you would think this would correspond to some degree, like the Texans being the short shot. Bills were the short shot as highest scoring. Texans are the uh, 
the lowest scoring team in terms of the odds at plus 450. Then the Giants at plus 650. The Jets at plus 850. And then you have everybody else in double digits. That's interesting. One unit on the Texans, one unit on the Giants. Smile and walk away. <laughs> I mean, like, Giants plus 650. Smile and walk away. Giants plus 650 with all the wide receiver concern we just laid out. Like, that it, with against the Saints defense, that's incredible. The other one that jumps out to me. I'm going to say it. At a longer number. I'm going to say it. Want to say it together? Say the name of the team together on three. One, two, three. Three Bears. Falcons, <laughs> Colts. <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to work I at know. all. That's worth but a like shot. The Bears versus the, I know it's the Lions, but what have we seen from the Bears' offense to make you think that uh, like a twenty to one ain't worth that ain't, ain't worth yeah. a piece of twenty to one? I actually thought about them too, but Bears and Falcons. I think those are great long shot plays because the Bears for the, for the reasons that Kelly just stated. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, prove me wrong, Bears. Right. And then the Falcons, there's a scenario where that Washington defensive line is in Matt Matty Ice's grill all day. That's the strength of that Washington defense. I mean, they, they should could, win. They should. They they should win that matchup like handily, yeah. but we haven't seen that defensive line yet do we that, but they should. They yes. should. Yes. I, I really wish these markets were available here in Vegas. I mean, I, mean, I know we say that like three times a week about different markets, but these are ones I would actually throw a few bucks on some. Well, of these. these would be, yeah. these are because here's the difference between some of these others, like first touchdown score. The, like these are a fun sweat. Right. Because it's like, mm-hmm. This is like, this could play out over the course of the weekend. And like, you have something else to, to go with. And, and it's over that weekend. It does, right. Yeah. It's not like a season long or one of those other ones that last going to last a month or two months or however long, if it's, you know, last winless or last undefeated team. I, I mean, I like this. This is, and again, you know, number what what market number five bajillion where we can't bet it. <laughs> right, yes. Exactly. Oh, but we love you, DraftKings. For those who can bet in a DraftKings market, good for you. DraftKings jurisdiction. Yeah. If man. we were, you know, and and just unlike what we were seeing with the highest scoring teams, this does go in order of implied team totals. The Texans sitting at fifteen and a quarter, the Giants sitting at seventeen and a quarter, the Jets at eighteen. Point seven five, and then the Steelers at nineteen point two five. So it does go one, two, three, four, right in order of implied team totals with this one. Phillies cut the lead to five to three, five to nothing to five to three. So the Phillies have a pulse. Top of the eighth, two out. They're still four outs away from elimination, but they have a pulse uh, in that. Got to win, or they're donezo, and the Braves win the NL East and are on their way to the postseason. Uh, Yankees and Blue Jays still not done. The Blue Jays, Bo Bichette doing big things in this series, uh, trying to egg on his teammates. But that's 5-2 to two Yankees, Bo Bichette at second base. Nobody down in the bottom of the eighth. And through five innings, we thought maybe the Cy Young had been, had been decided yeah. tonight. And then here it is, wide open yet again. Wide open yet again. Shout out to the Flying Hanlon brothers for watching. Appreciate that on MSG Plus tonight. We've done all we can do. Uh, we got to go throw it over to Circa, Tim Murray, Sean King. They'll take it over from here. Maybe they'll uh, do what they yeah. did for us last week and make the points, second Bengals. half go better. Come on, man. Sean, Tim, make this go better for us, okay? That's all you have to do for the next few hours. Nightcap is next from Circa with Tim and Sean right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.